I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. I had to refresh my uh, my coffee and I'm actually like a little bit disgruntled, which is kind of funny for like a happiness podcast because <laughs> my coffee is not only cold, oh. but um, my toes are cold. Like the weather finally shifted and decided to be fall here. Right. And I did not dress fall. Oh man. Ah. Yeah. So I've just got like, so I, my coffee isn't even warming me up. My toes are Can freezing. You heat, heat up your coffee anywhere? Well, yeah, except that I did a crazy thing and I put in, I put in the, um, I caught this totally disgustingly delicious ready whip foam that's like <laughs> chocolate. Right. <laughs> and I already put it on top. Oh, well, that just means you have to put more on. You know what? Maybe I should heat this up. I think you should. In the microwave and then put more of the ready whip foam yes, on top. Yes, now you're talking. I think now you got a good idea. Yeah. I think you should. Move in my studio. I think you should do it. <laughs> Get over here. Let's do this. Sounds like he's back. He's back. Hey, do get a beverage. All right. Had to get a beverage. I, I mean, it's it's like adult beverage time over there. Um. Well, not for me these Almost. days. Uh, for for me these days, I'm still on just you know no cat really boring no caffeine no alcohol. I mean, it's super fun. <laughs> wow, that's magnificent. Well, it's not by choice, but you know what you got to do. What you got to do. Hold on, Jeffrey. What do we say? S O C K S. Apparently, Jeffrey has found out by by some TikTok he saw or something that that if you if you say if you just if you say socks, just the word socks, but you spell it out S O C K S, that in Spanish that actually just means it is what it is. S O C K S. So as, <laughs> so you don't have to try to remember Spanish. You just go S O C K S and you just spell it, and it's actually you're saying. It is what it is. <laughs> Ooh, isn't that fun? Thing. I yes. know. It is mine too. I'm just like, oh, S O C K S. Hey, Michaela. And then people look at you funny, except those who totally understand and are like on the inside. Well, no, in that's... California, I feel like quite, there's enough people that understand Spanish that they'd probably like nod and smile. No, no, I mean, like if you write it out, like it literally in Spanish is is saying it is what it is. E S space S O space S O S O C S I S I S I K Q U E. Like the 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 phonetics of spelling socks in English are the Spanish words for it yes. is what it is. Are the Spanish words? So if you said that, a Spanish person would know that they would know exactly what you're saying. Well, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna start yeah. doing it. Just see what happens. So CKS and, and S, S is, is, is what it is. So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it's really cool. Anyway. S-O-C-K-S. Yeah, I, I can see how that would be a, a Spanish for it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, my, my Spanish is like very extensive. You know, I can say, um, oyo como va? <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> um, 
Oh, yeah. Just, I don't know what it means. I it's just always and they repeat it for like 17 minutes. So that's. <laughs> I have. Um, what do I always get to screwed up? Uh, tango buen dia. You will, yeah, that's exactly what you say. I say tango, tango buen dia. Tango means I have. I have. So I leave the Mexican oh, restaurant okay. going, I have a good day. <laughs> instead of tanga, instead of, you have a good day. Yeah, instead of telling Y'all them. have a good day. <laughs> and I know like, uh, hola papacita, como esta? And then people say something back and I say bien. But that's like yeah, all yeah, I yeah. know. That's where the yeah. extent of, of it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm about that good with German too. Oh. I can say guten morgen and guten tag. Okay. <laughs> I can say uh, Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Something like that. All right. What are, we, what are we yakking on today? Yeah. So I guess oh. I should start by saying welcome to the VU Find Happy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the hey. listeners are have been listening for four minutes. They're like, what's happening today? Oh, nice. Oh, my are, God. We, are we live? <laughs> no, we're not live. Oh. But I'm going to leave it because I oh. started the recording and it makes oh. for fun. Okay. Fun <laughs> well, there you go. Oh my goodness! Well, there you go. We we thought we were off air. Good thing I we didn't did. start into the cussing right away. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Jeff. You go by Jeff or Jeffrey? Well, generally I go by Jeffrey, but I asked her to a okay. whole lot worse than Jeff. Right, Jeff. Right, okay, so, so we we have Jeffrey, the host of the Functionally Dysfunctional podcast. Did I say it right? Functionally yeah. Dysfunctional. I feel like I'm all over the place today. That's because you don't have proper coffee. Right? <laughs> I know, right? It's because I have cold coffee and cold toast. It's sad coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, occasional co-host, Heather, who happens yes. to be my cousin. Tell me a little bit about your guys' podcast. Tell me tell me, like, what, what inspired you to start this Functionally Dysfunctional podcast. Well, what inspired me to start it was because I think there's a whole lot of shit. Oh, can we cuss, can we cuss on this show? We're allowed to cuss on this show. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll... You know, except you're not allowed to say things like vaccine, COVID. Oh. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay. Well, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> from that platform, anyway. Right. There's probably oh. some that I've been banned on. Oh, that's, oh no. that means Kayla's censoring yep. us here. No. <laughs> oh, I think we're going to get there. Uh, no, I um, I think there's a whole lot of shit that people really do think about, but few people really talk about. And I wanted to have a podcast that dealt with real things that talk about real. I mean, we talk about fun stuff also, you know, from movies and stuff like that, but they're normally like woven into larger type topics so we talk about everything from aliens to exercise to politics and religion and you know everything just in between everything in between yeah that is so fun i mean that, i feel like that it just leaves you open to like dissecting all sorts of stuff see with my podcast being be you find happy like there's this sense that i have to kind of stay in the world of happiness but really uh. the truth about happiness is that it's always being threatened and stripped from you. And happiness is about how you bounce back in the face of, you know, of adversity. So I, so I feel like I've started to kind of open this up to, um, to really kind of tackling some of the stuff that's coming up in the world today. That's creating a lot of unhappiness for people <laughs> in right. order for them to find more happiness, you know? 
Yeah. Well, and in in, in a lot of instances, that's 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 even more real, you know, I mean, because it's it's one thing to go, oh, yeah, you know, change your thinking, change your world and and throw out all these pithy things. And in reality, it's just like, man, I'm a really shit day. I'm hurting. I'm exactly I'm 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 at rock. I'm having some really dark thoughts. You know, I mean, all of that gambit is that's real. And um, just to be able to have conversations about that is. You know, and then you get there, and maybe by the end, you you feel a little bit more perky than you did when you started. If you if you talk about it, get it into the light, you know. You can change the name of your podcast to "Be You Find Whatever." <laughs> find whatever. Find some shit. You'll find something. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I'll give you guys like a really good example. Yesterday, I was having a forking amazing day. I was slaying everything. Like I was just, you know, how sometimes you have a day where you, it's like three o'clock and you're like, I did nothing on my, like I got nothing done Yes, and you feel totally unproductive. Yesterday was not that day. Yesterday I was like slaying the world. I was, um, so I'm trying to get all the harvest, um, preserved for the winter time. And I was making super good progress on it. Um, I have co-ed volleyball on Wednesday nights, which is always just hysterical like we're the worst team, but we're also the most funnest team. So it's just awesome time. You know, um, I was having a freaking great day and I had to make a run to the grocery store to get, uh, some more jars for my canning. Yeah. And good luck finding mason jars. Huh? Those are, those are right. (laughs) It's like gold these days. So, so there was actually one container left on the shelf and I'm just like, Oh my God, this is the best day ever. Like I am, I'm just killing it today. (laughs) And, uh, so I, so I'm in the checkout lane and the lady in front of me, she's having troubles with her card. And, um, it's, it's not, it's like, it's like annoying. It's, it's not like the, she's having troubles with her card where you just offer to get her groceries and we all move on. You know, it was like this really weird perplexing code that was coming up on the screen. And she's insisting that it's not like an insufficient funds thing where you kind of just hand the check or 20 bucks and, Right. Um, right. So it's so so it's it's one of those ones that could create like a tremendous amount of annoyance. But instead, I'm just like I'm really embracing the moment that I have to to just like catch up on some news on my phone and what you know, like I'm just right. I'm OK. I'm OK with everything. It's amazing. And then, and then decides to get her checkbook out. <laughs> right. Instead. So so actually. Uh, well, OK, so. So it resolves itself and I end up being the next person in line and, you know, it's a small town and, uh, I, I get all the way through the whole checkout process and the courtesy clerk says to me, she says, thank you for standing up for those of us who can't and don't want to wear these masks. Oh, and I pause and I'm like, um, are you talking about the video, the Reno video of me? And she goes, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The whole town is talking about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you knew. Oh wow. my gosh. <laughs> and then she says, and then she says, it's like 50, 50, like half the people basically want to see you, you know, eat dog shit. Yeah. And the other half are really proud of you for standing up for, you know, human rights and this and that. Well, about is your mother because Kathy was going off (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like wow I did not realize that a whole month later I'm still the talk 
Yeah. So, what? so. Hey, if you can't then, be famous, be infamous. Right? <laughs> so I walk out of the grocery store and part of me is just really with gratitude that this woman's like, hey, thanks for being courageous. Right? right. And then part of me is fucking mad. Like I'm mad. I'm just angry that um, because I went off of social media, like I went totally dark that people are creating their own stories. They're like filling in the blanks about what happened oh. and where I oh, went. No, I know I've been talking about so like, what <laughs> the hell happened to Kayla. She just, <laughs> just cold turkeyed it. Oh, I cold but, turkeyed what, it. What led, what led to that? So you, you just decided to unplug, have a little break. Okay. So in all fairness, like in the weeks prior to that, I was kind of, feeling that way. Like I was kind of leaning towards this fact that, um, I maybe wasn't showing up in a way where I was able to have any kind of empathy or compassion for a uh, different viewpoint, okay. you know, where I was, I was kind of getting to the point where I was like, I don't need to wake you up, but I need you to leave me the fuck alone. And I was pretty much plainly saying that, <laughs> you know, I, I just wasn't being very, um, patient um with the whole game anymore like I was just kind of finding myself being completely over it and so in that way I had kind of been toying with the idea of going off of social like I just kind of thought you know when I get to that point it's probably good for me to take a break spend time in books spend time in nature spend time not on my screen you know because I I, I just have awareness of myself and the ways in which it can be a trigger for me. Right. Um, you know, plus just life in general, I feel like I could be much more productive right now with preparing my home and things like that, you know? So I'd been feeling that, but that is not ultimately what caused me to go off. What ultimately was the flip switch was that I shared the video, which by the way, we've now been, mom and I have now been called Karens on the internet. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but no, they, um, so I talked to my cousin who does a lot of stuff, um, in the world of the dark web. And he basically said like, Hey, the, the global elite literally pay people to, to destroy this kind of stuff on the internet. And so basically what happened was I posted the video on Saturday night and and the story is just shitty. And mom, mom wishes she'd handled herself differently. But at the end of the day, she put on her mask and they wouldn't give her a room key. Right. So she was pissed. You know what yeah. I mean? She was like, this is ridiculous. Like you, you don't, you're, you're discriminating as she was angry because yeah. literally we were facing the reality of we'd just driven two and a half hours and we were going to have to drive two and a half hours home because wow. it was sold out. Reno was sold out. There was no oh. rooms left. Um, so in that sense, I understand where she was coming from with it. You know what I mean? She's like, this is ridiculous. Um, but what, what happened is I shared it on Saturday night. We went to, we drove home two and a half hours, shared it, um, went to bed, woke up early the next morning to drive two and a half hours back to Reno. And, uh, then I was at the air show the whole day, kind of just saving battery on my phone to get pictures and whatnot. So I wasn't on social at all. Right. And I, I went on to social at the very end of the day and I was like, Oh my God. You know, I, I like take my phone off of airplane mode and literally there's like 86 phone calls, 17 sure. voicemails. 
um, you were taking you down. You deserve to die. Uh, people had messaged me via my website, said, you fucking cunt. We're coming after you. Um, oh. I screenshotted all of this. Like all of this has been saved, but, um, DMS and Instagram, you're on TikTok, you dumb bitch. Um, I hope you enjoy watching yourself burn on Reddit. <laughs> just like, oh my gosh. Really lovely things. Yeah. And so in the moment, right, I had like a very extreme like fight, flight or freeze response of like, holy shit, survive. Right. There was that sudden like just do everything that you can to stop the bleeding and make it stop. Like that just was that was my initial gut reaction. Right. Um, well, you have a you, you have a huge presence with an Instagram you, with your stories. I mean, you, you're you update that. So, so in that respect, you're saying like checking in. The more content you put out there, that's just going to escalate it at that point. Yeah, and I felt Thanks. like because of the response, and this is where you know I kind of talked to my cousin to try to better understand this. And at that point, I was changing IP address stuff. You know, I was doing a lot of. I had uh, made a call to the to the sheriff's department to ask for patrol um, because it was intense. I mean, there was a whole lot of hatred coming oh. at me. Um, and, you know, we're going to take, we're going to make, we're, we're going to go to the state board. So you lose your license, you know, just really nasty. When they started threatening my life and my career, Whoa. Um, that's when I kind of, I'm not going to say I white flagged it because I still stand by the fact that, we were absolutely legally in the right and that I felt I handled myself very well considering the circumstances. Right. Um, but it was one of those things where I really took a step back and I was like, if trying to help people and speak out for human rights and sovereignty and freedom of speech and freedom of this and freedom of that gets me killed, is it really effective? You know, like at that point, I started to kind of take this approach of like, I have a bigger job to do, which number one is be a mom, first and foremost. Number two is to, you know, be a sister, uh, you know, mother, a wife, a, you know, friend, a this, a that, like all these different things like that take precedence over strangers on the Internet. Right. So um, on the so other hand, when if you yeah. were murdered for your your stand. No, it absolutely have an impact. <laughs> it would, but I would be dead. So there's that. <laughs> Ever heard of this cat named Jesus? <laughs> right? Super cool dude. Sacrifice Sorry, his life to what? make a point. <laughs> we just had a conversation about uh, about this ourselves um, for for the functionally and dysfunctional show about you know the the tolerant the intolerant like where how do you live with in society with these differing views and these these opinions that are that make people very passionate and how how do you coexist in under the banner of we the people yeah of american right. citizens but yet everybody feels so strongly and we kind of came down to like look when when freedoms are starting to get infringed upon about I can't move about society in a normal way unless I check these boxes that it comes from the government and now people are turning into the mouthpieces of the government. Mm -hmm. So w w when does it you don't want to you don't want to get on camps of us and them and using this verbiage. But unfortunately, when you're taking a stand against tyranny, it's sort of 
puts us and them. It, it, it does. It sort of makes it an us and them. And not that, you know, we, we had this talk also, but, but the whole time I've been going like, like for you, Kelly, it's like, like you're, you're probably with the mindset that's like, look, if you choose to wear 10 masks on your face, knock yourself out. A-okay. Go, go, get go on ahead. Shots and boosters and whatever you need. Do what you need to do, but don't come into my life and dictate how I move through my life and take away my freedoms. And it's kind of like, I've, I've always said this, like, if you want to do 30 miles an hour under the speed limit, I am totally cool with that. Do it behind me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of, that's exactly how I feel. You're spot on Heather about the masks and the jabs and this and the, that is do what you got to do for you, but leave everybody else alone. Leave everybody else alone. And unfortunately, um, you know, I, I've i always been, I think we talked about this a little bit on your show, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey, that I've always been kind of an independent person when it comes to politics. And I've never really taken a stance on either side. But what 2020 did was it showed me the position of the right or the red or the conservatives, which is live and let live. Just leave me alone. You know, that's all I want. I just want to be left alone to live my life the way that I want to live my life. It had the exact 2020 had the exact same effect on me where I had never really had any interest in participating in what I consider to be a massively broken political system. And and I'm like, you know what, whatever. You know, someone goes, well, you you uh, the government of this country affects you like, yeah, they affect me, but my vote is not to vote. And until I saw. In this last election, I went, and by by no means at all have I been or am I currently a Trump fan as a president. And but and I was actually quite outspoken against Trump until I started hearing some accusations made, and I went, wait a second, that doesn't sound quite right. And I started right. doing some homework, and I went, now that's massively out of context. And yeah. And then, well, wait a second. Well, but you're not reporting about these positive things. And I started to see, man, I knew the media was biased, but I'm 38 years old, fixing to be 39, and I was, I'm almost 40, right? And I'm like, how did I know, not know the media was that biased? I knew they were biased. I didn't know they were that biased. <laughs> and, and turning to push, pushing an agenda yeah. of, you know, things. <clears throat> well, it's and, funny because when, when he would say fake news, mm-hmm. you know, I thought he meant, I thought he meant like in that moment. But now I'm starting to realize he means like, no, it's all propaganda, like at at a much higher, eviler, more destructive level. He means fake news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Do you know what the actual definition of propaganda is? No, give it to me. It's when a British person takes a hard look at something. They give it a propaganda. They give it a propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Like, I feel like it's just, just like this little, like, a single eyeglass, and they're propagandaing. Right, right. You're yeah, so dropping some big thing, and Jeffrey's just coming. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need a cigar now. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Kayla, I mean, you look at that, and, and, you know, this is the difficult thing that I see happening w- with this kind of stuff. So, in essence, um, 
kind of under the banner of being, uh, you know, you have people being being targeted, being censored, all this kind of stuff. You put something out there of your experience. You're trying to stand up. There was absolutely no reason they couldn't have let you in that room, all of that. But yet the backlash that you got from it was so intense that even for you, who's strong and vocal and all of this, not that you, like you say, not that you, you cowered away or whatever, but it, you had to take a look to say, hmm, what's the best choice right now to kind of, you know, let let this die down? And, to mitigate, yeah. Yeah, and, and so it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's one of those that, you, you know, you start looking at this and you're like, okay, as you start thinking about, you know, us and them and different camps and different opinions and taking stands, like, What's this going to look like for people who think differently from this mainstream agenda that's being pushed and, and this normalcy of life that, that could look drastically different to move about life that, like, I'm just not going to comply with stuff? Mm-hmm. And, and how is that going to look for taking a stand against, really a, against fellow citizens who think differently, but still we're all we the people? Like, that's a big question. Like, how does this – what does this look like? You know, for for yeah. citizens of the United States of America, but yet you've got these drastic beliefs and opinions that, um, you know, that's going on. And it's well, I, I don't when know. one group of people's opinions or your know, rhetoric or values infringe on the the rights of another person's, I think that's when we have the big problem. Right. And that's what we were. As Heather mentioned, we were just having a conversation, recording an episode about a very, very similar thing, and and you know, it's it's like, well, like like Heather said a second ago, and like you said too, Michaela is, you do what you're going to do as long as you know you stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine, and I may not agree with you, but but I'll share the road with you, and exactly. But the second that someone's opinion infringes and adversely affects and even harms another person, well, now we have a problem. I think, I think too, for me, what was so shocking was the brute force in which they came at a relatively small influencer. You know what I mean? Like I don't have, my old account had thousands and thousands of followers, but this one doesn't, you know, I mean, the podcast certainly does have thousands and thousands of listeners But I'm just not that level. It it was so incredible to me how they could not have the narrative of somebody standing for their sovereign rights. And I'm going to have some barking happening here in just T minus two. Um, They could not have the narrative of somebody standing in that way and not being arrested out in the world. Hmm. Yeah. You know, like it, it was crazy. And and so my friend, she actually said, because I was panicked, you know, I was texting people like, hey, this is sending screenshots saying, what should I do? How should I respond? How do I move forward from here? And um, <clears throat> my friend said, let the Ian Smiths of the world, you know, let them handle it. Let these big, burly, brute force kind of guys tackle this, because otherwise they're going to play to the fact that you are a nurturing female. You know what I mean? They're going to use that against you. Um, But what really sucked, like what really, really sucked is I'm vocal about the masking or anti-masking because of the fact that I feel um, very, very strongly about human rights. But at the end of the day, 
legally, per the Nevada County mandate, which was not a law, there was a hearing impairment exemption, and I have a hearing impairment. Like, at the very end of the day, that should have been the point in which they said, okay, you're, you're claiming medical exemption. Let me get someone else involved. And they didn't. You know, and that was, I think, what really got me the most was, like, that there should be a point in which your opinion of me is not outweighed by the fact that I am exempt from this, you know? Well, and this is, this is where we're, we're going into what actually we just got done referencing too, which was this video from Candace Owens that she had put out on something that's, that's happening right now in this current climate, which is the psychology of cruelty. And where people are just absolutely turning cruel. Like it's your people that say, oh, really? You didn't get the jab. You're sick in the hospital. Well, I guess you're going to get what's coming to you. It's, it's that mindset. So for, so for you, Kayla, it's we don't really give a shit what kind of health issues you're having as a human, as our fa- right. as a human. Uh, the humanity issue starts to die with the psychology of, of, of cruelty. It's, it's, we don't care. It's just you're not following. You're not complying. Right. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And 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 you don't look at that because I've done the same thing. I've I've fallen under the health exemption. So you know you walk in places and you say, oh excuse me, oh you have to have a mask on. Well, are you following the Davidson County mask mandate? Yes, we are. Well, then you need to follow all of it, which there's a health right. exemption in there. Well, then exactly. No, it doesn't matter about the health. And so, see, you've got them making up their own rules about and see, it's hard to use even yeah. have this conversation without saying they. Yes, it is. Right. Because it right. Fortunately, it falls down to. And again, I'm going to stand by that verbiage being not wanting to draw lines and device. Unfortunately, it is. Well, the lines have been take, drawn by. By the they. By the, they have. And for me, it's when when they're wanting to take freedoms away from me. That, that are, and it's, it's like, how do they, they being the global elites, right? How do they get the masses to comply? How they do that is by division, ironically. You create a problem and then you create a division where you're on one side or the other in order to have your agenda continue like in order to have this is how hitler did it you yeah. know you create you create this big situation and then you you create a scenario where people have to pick a side so you turn the people against each other for something that doesn't even really exist and that's how it moves forward that's how you propel your your agenda yeah, and, and we've had this massive fear, basically a fear campaign going on for, you know, a year and a half now. And it's just been building and building. And now to the point of, you know, really masks aren't, aren't even probably the main thing. You know, we're quickly becoming where it's, it's turning where, you know, if you're unvaccinated, you're, you're, you're kind of among the unclean. You're the reason why society isn't returning to normal. You're, you're the one that are killing people. I mean, it's, it's getting this, yep. this climate where people are looking at people. And then, like I say, to take it a step further where they're looking at people going, well, too bad for you and your health issues. You know, yep. you're, you're just not complying or should have got the jab. You're getting what, what's coming to you. So mm-hmm. that, that's how far we've gone down um, with this. So it's, it's actually kind of at this point, no, no surprise that you have a group, you have a bunch of people that are leaving that kind of stuff. On, I mean, really, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's not really that shocking anymore that to, to say, wow. 
um, that there's a whole lot of people out there that would look at a fellow human like this. Because I, I don't look at them going, oh, you went and got your shot and you, you know, do whatever you need to do. But mm-hmm. just, you know, let me do my thing. But see, that's not returned. It, what it, What's returned is you're you're the problem. You're the, yep. You're the unclean. Com- you're the. So. Yep. Comply or you're evil. And so it so it's interesting how, you know. With this, with this podcast, the whole thing of it is, you know, be yourself, speak your truth with grace, and you'll experience happiness. And more than ever, I'm coming to realize that you absolutely have to be solid and good with you and where you stand inside out because it is you know, I've always joked that happiness is on constant threat. You know, there's always tr- someone trying to steal it from you and, and you know, kind of like um, affect your level of happiness. And now it's like it is more than ever. You have to know in your heart you have to be solid. You have to be good. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to find happiness in this. You know, you're not going to be able to find peace internally through this process. I mean, and there's people who are losing their jobs every day because they're not willing to inject themselves with, you know, the substance. Right. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to, I take it a step further. I mean, it's not just about injecting it's now it's, you know, okay, well, if you don't inject your inject yourself, you have to at least provide a negative rapid antigen test. And for for myself, where I'm at right now, um, that feels a lot like complying to something. Yeah. I, yep. I, I think it's exactly I, complying. I'm not going to move through life going here and there, swabbing up my nose left and right so that I can move right. about society. So, right. you know, there's certain, and I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with that to say I will not do that. Well, I've been thinking for a while through, you know, through this stuff here recently is that, that it's going to go, all this shit is going to go on for as long as we the people allow it to and the question is well how are we gonna not allow it and it's gonna have to be through standing up for for our our freedoms and it's and that's gonna mean not doing some things that we'd like to do you know i know a whole people that well i really do want to go to this concert so-and-so hadn't been in town for a while so i'll just get a negative test well you're perpetuating the problem at that point. Yeah. Now, great on you. I'm glad. I hope you had a good time. But don't turn right around and say, oh, my rights, my rights, my rights, if you're not willing to no. lose some things that you to, – to sacrifice some things temporarily in defense of those rights. It's like that meme that says your compliance is prolonging this nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. There's yep. a guy that, that I follow. He's a satirical guy. Um, just just love him. And he had a thing the other day that said, tyrants are not the problem. People obeying tyrants is the only problem. The people yeah. have the power and always have. So, yeah. you know, when it comes down to that individual thing for the ones who still feel like this is absolute freedoms being taken away, then you still do have to stand. And, um, you know, that 
that's that's not going to make be sometimes that everybody's going to like you and, and like your thoughts on things. And you know what? That's all right. <laughs> so, Michaela, how, where is there a way that that you see out of this, back from this, forward from this, however you want to put it, that that, this, that doesn't involve <laughs> – Civil World, War. Worldwide civil war. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what we were talking about a little while ago. And Heather and I've talked about it quite a few times. You know, where how do we move through this without it becoming an all-out war? It, if we look at history as you know something that always tends to repeat itself, uh, it, the, the question answers itself, which is there. The only way through is that way. I yeah. mean, uh, you I, know, I, just if we look at history, um, unfortunately, it, I'm... and sadly, like even in California now, you know, with the vax mandates for children to go to public school or private school or any school for that matter, um, and the parents that have risen against and started speaking up at the school boards, which, you know, this is interesting too because last April of 2020, I posted numerous stories um, and shared on my Instagram, like right then, hey, if we don't demand they reopen the schools without masks, et cetera, et cetera, they're not going to. And the next thing that's coming for us is jab mandates. And so we have two options here. We start standing now and demanding the schools be opened as normal, or we start our own school. That's it. There's only those two choices. Everybody called me crazy. Everybody said, that's not true. They'll never do that. Well, it hasn't even been, you know, but a year and a couple of months and we're already facing that. And so these parents are finally starting to stand, but it's too late. Yeah. And so what we're seeing now is, hey, if you speak up at a school board meeting about the rights for your children to attend without a vaccination, you're a terrorist. Yeah, you're a domestic terrorist. I've been seeing you're that. You're a domestic terrorist. Yeah. So, but so Kayla, I mean, it's just two weeks to flatten the curve. It's just two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks to flatten the curve. Well, so, so seriously, that's that's going through in uh, in California. Yeah. I think wow. this is what's interesting about you know this podcast this is an uh, international podcast, and I have a couple of friends that live in Arizona and stuff, and you know they they don't understand the extremity of California. Like people, I think that live in fairly red states they don't know the uh incredible amount of pressure and ridiculousness that we're experiencing in this state like it is really insane especially in the bay area and stuff so yeah it's definitely here and what's sad is if you look at states like new york and california traditionally in the past again looking at history as you know often repeating itself right these states lead for the nation. So you may think, oh, well, that's it won't happen here in our state because we're red, but it will. It may take a little time, but it will come. And that's exactly what we're up against. And people don't understand um, the intensity of of what they've done here. And, you know, and it's funny because you see California on a postcard and you see the mountains and you see the beaches and you see all this and that. But really, if you drive through any, you know, major city in this state, it's full of derelicts that are living in slum, you know, right. and I mean, full on tent cities that wow. could have a zip code. You know? wow. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, I've heard San Francisco's getting just crazy. 
Like, and you know, it used to just be the barrier, but Sacramento now, I mean, what used to be cute, quaint midtown full of old growth trees is literally tent cities up and down the river. It's, it's insane. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so you see that really that there's, there's no way like that's the direction this is going. As far as funny, because like on this podcast, right, like I'm supposed to say everything's going to be great and we're going to have one love and peace and happiness. But meanwhile, I'm, you know, canning (laughs) target practicing Um, like, you know, I mean, would I would I like to hope that that's not the direction that this is going? Um, Sure. Yeah. In my like intrinsic goodness of self, I would love to hope that Bob Marley's going to, you know, come back down from the heavens and solve all of our problems. Right. Or something. right. But um, we'll, we'll be singing well, about three little birds. Thing. You hope for the hope for the best and plan for the worst yep. and, you know, be be prepared um, for. I mean, I, I, I really think that like from a psychological standpoint, you know, you poke a bear long enough, it's going to growl. Like it's just how it works. And human nature is such you pin someone in a corner and they may cower for a moment, but they're, they're going to respond in a life or death way at some point. And we've all been slowly shoved just very slowly into this corner. And pretty soon you're going to see a reaction. Like it's just the way that human nature works from a psychological standpoint. Humans are intrinsically programmed to survive. And when fight, flight, or freeze kicks over, logic, reasoning, and everything else goes completely out the window. And that's what we're like on the precipice of, like from just a human psychological standpoint, humans did not survive thousands of years by wimping out cowering and bowling over they didn't yeah they they survived and evolved you know all of this time by fighting for survival like it is the reason that you know people will be in their darkest deepest woes of life and jump off the golden gate bridge and then survive how because as soon as they jumped their limbic system said survive You know, I mean, it's just it's just a very biological response. And that's why when you hear these stories of people that have survived that fall, they say the moment they jumped, they had a will to live. Wow. Hmm. Like, oh, I don't really want to do this. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Start swimming. (laughs) Formulate the, you know, Michael, whatever, dive. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so so that's so that's what I think we're on the precipice of. And at the end of the day, those who had um those who had some resiliency and grit and woke up fast enough started preparing their home right though that's those are the ones who and if you look back on history and you look back at the civil war and you look back at you know any world war that's exactly what happened yeah hmm. man it's it's stuff you don't want to th- you know it's yeah. <laughs> it's stuff you don't want to think about but um Unfortunately, it's just it's it's probably sort of irresponsible to not let your mind go there at this point yep. and, and sort of, you know, I, I can tell you I have had and this is not to be self-righteous or egotistical or anything like that. But I have had so many moms come to me on social media or via text or in my community 
in the past couple months, weeks, days, and they've said, oh my gosh, you were right. How do I homeschool? Like Mm -hmm. literally, you know, like, and this is what I said. We don't want to be caught with our pants down. So now I'm like way past that. Like I'm preparing, preparing. Like, right. because, hey, if look, if at the end of the day, everything just, you know, the sky opens up and it's rainbows and butterflies and we're all traveling the nation again and eating delicious foods and whatever, the virus is gone. Great. I've got some extra canned goods to donate to the homeless shelter. Right. <laughs> right. right. Like, but I'd rather be in that situation than in the other one of naivety and, you know, denial. Right. And see, that's that's where I think it's. The, the prepping conversation is, is a, an interesting one because you can go completely down that rabbit hole in a massive way. And it'd be hard to argue at this point if any of it was unnecessary, but it might be a little over the top. Of course, that's only over the top if you didn't actually end up needing to use what you had prepared, no matter how extreme it was. And. It's hard to go, well, how do I know what, what level of preparedness is enough, right? Do you, do you can, do you store up ammo? Do yeah. you, you know, Jeffrey, you've talked about it to go, a go bag. And I'm like, well, what are you, what are we talking about here? A go bag? What are we saying? Yeah. <laughs> medical supplies, some food, water, and some, you know, some ammo, whatever firearms you have at least. And that's, and it's so hard to let my mind go. What? What would that look like? Like, what are we talking? Like, it's still, it's, I get to this point where I just get this block and yeah. I go, what does that look like? Well, see, I made, I'm, I'm fixing to be 40 and I made fun of my parents when, uh, during the Y2K stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, come on. And, of water and yeah, all this and, stuff. and, and now here I am going, well, wow. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. You know, how, how prepared is too prepared. And, and, and it's only, it's only over prepared and, and, and being, um, like a wackadoo level preparedness if you end up not needing it. <laughs> right. But right. Needing it, it's like, haha. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> I, I, aren't invited. <laughs> uh, right. I don't think ever in my life, you know, has, have I said, Gosh, dang it. I wish I hadn't been so prepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd just been slightly underprepared for that. <laughs> like, I've never said that ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I, I my preparedness hasn't I haven't gotten into like the the food and water stockpiling, but I have uh other preparedness yes, you're, you're things and, other and, and I've got a you know it's for a, I call it my eight SHTF. Yep. For, load out right I mean, if the shit hits the fan it's too late if you're not yep. if you're not ready it's too late to get ready right yeah. and you talk about preparing and 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 heather's mentioned now i've alluded to it you have firearms training and you go mm-hmm. it's the only thing in the world that i can think of that you spend time training you know uh going through drills repetition spending money investing in things and, and it's the only thing that you do all that prep and all that work and all that training and you hope you never need it yeah <laughs> it's really you know, a unique thing it's interesting too like you bring you brought up the us versus them and i i can distinctly remember a couple of months ago um getting a, a message on someone who 
was likely not a follower, but just wanted to have an opinion based upon my page and um, said something to the effect of, you know, if you're a psychotherapist, you should you should be welcoming and accepting of all and you should not be creating division and you should not be um, judgmental. And, you know, when I first started to receive messages like that, I, I did go to this space of like, oh, yeah, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be judgmental. I don't want to be divisive. Oh my goodness. But then I started to realize like, you know, part of, part of living your life is knowing what feels right and what feels wrong to you mm-hmm. and standing for something. You know, I feel like we've come to this space in our society where, you know, we're overly sensitive and that by having a belief and standing for that belief is wrong, you know, or at least that's what we're being told. It's wrong to have a belief or, you know, and, you know, something that you're passionate about. And, and that's, that's not good either. I don't think that that's great either. And I can be a loving person who is accepting without giving myself up to whatever it is they're doing. So in other words, I can say to someone, you know, hey, I have tremendous amounts of empathy and love for you as a person who is addicted to meth, but I'm also not going to engage in your lifestyle. I'm also not going to enable you to continue in this lifestyle, I, I can stand here and, and support you from this distance. I can say I have love, empathy, and kindness for you as a human on this planet, but I'm not going to agree, concur, or engage or enable. Like, and I think that's where people have gotten kind of just off kilter a little bit. Like, uh, no, you, you need to, you need to be all loving and engage and enabling of this person. No, 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 I don't. I actually don't. And I can st- I can actually take a very firm stand against something that I disagree with. I mean, Heather and I just discussed it. I'm not intentionally referring back to the episode that she and I just recorded for our podcast, but we spent a lot of time talking about Karl Popper's paradox of tolerance in that. And, you know, it, it, it is a true paradox. And if, I'm not sure if you happen to be familiar with that that. Read, read it real quick. It's just real short. That way you'll, you'll know what you're okay. referencing. Um, I shall. Read it. I shall. Uh, Karl Popper said the paradox of tolerance is – so unlimited tolerance must lead to the disappearance of, t- of tolerance. If we extend unlimited tolerance even to those who are intolerant, if we are not prepared to defend a tolerant society against the onslaught of the intolerant, then the tolerant will be destroyed and tolerance with them. That's just a mouthful right there. <laughs> it's a lot of tolerance. <laughs> you know, but he's saying, look, if, if, if tolerance is unlimited and just un, you just, you, and people think it's just virtuous to the point of, oh, it doesn't matter what someone says. You've got to just, you know, hey, you do you and I, and I support you. And then you're, or you th- have a meth addiction and oh, you just do you. Okay. You hey, I'll tolerate it. it. <laughs> then that's going to ultimately. Basically, lead to the destruction of tolerance, or rather, the tolerant people, and then hence tolerance with them, because yeah. the intolerant will just destroy 
the tolerance eventually. You know, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And when I think about things like this, it's, it's funny how the conditioning has been over so many years. You know what I mean? Like when you think about um, social injustice as a topic, even, you know, it's been years of conditioning people to think a certain way um, to where we've gotten to the place we are now, you know? Um, and, and by that, I mean, I, I'm all for um, supporting people who are in need. Obviously, sure. I do a lot of philanthropic stuff myself. However, there is a point in which supporting becomes enabling and the support then is not a temporary thing to help someone live their best life. The support becomes something that drains the living blood out of you so that you can continue to allow them to be in their victimhood, you know? Right. You know, if you look at you look at like, um, you know, you know, talking about tolerating things, it's it's like you look at. Okay, so let's just take. Okay, let's get off the meth situation and go to the alcoholics. Okay, so you know the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and stuff. And there's a point where it's like, look, you you love that person. You 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 could be there to 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 support and say, hey, you know that I love you, but I cannot be around you. I'm I'm not going because that, you're right, Kayla. It, it 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 crosses over into enabling. So the same thing with what we have happening at now with different opinions and stuff. It's like, look, I love you as a human, but I feel you're extremely misguided. And and a lot more than that, it's it's taking and taking stuff from me. Kind of the same way where you say, if you're around that long enough, it's going to suck the living life right out of you. Right. You're in a situation where. You allow this kind of thinking out there that wants to take away our freedoms. What is it? It's going to take everything from us that still believes yeah. that life should be lived in a free in a free way. And right. So you have to be you have to be on guard in all those. So really, if you go across the board in all the applications of whether it's a person person with meth or a person with alcohol or somebody that has a different political mindset, that's like, look, man, you're wanting to implement things that's just not right. Um. Really, the protocol kind of lines up. If, yeah. if you think think about that, you can love the, the person, and hell, I'll, I'll be there if you if you need whatever. But I can't, you know, I can't be right there to have you suck the living life right out of mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And, and furthermore, to enable what your what your agenda is, because that's mm-hmm. kind of how, how it comes down. Whether you're dealing with an, an uh, you know addictive personality or somebody that's trying to throw, you know political bullshit at you or you know the the agenda that's wanting to be you know pushed on people right now it's um yeah I, I, I well know. and the reason that it works so well is because it's under the auspices that you are doing it for someone else which is where the mind fuckery really comes in right. yeah. i mean that's how they're doing it you know so this is where it's like it's okay. You can be addicted to your fear-based mindset, but I'm not engaging in this addictive behavior, you know, but, but where they come back at you is they say, but by not masking, you're risking other people's lives just by virtue. If the mask works, that is a false statement. Yep. Like, like just by that statement alone, it can be discredited. And, but that's the way that they embrace it by not, vaccine you're harming others and, and you know, I, so this spun back on you 
Yeah, and again, Kayla, you know, and, and then a lot of satirical people out there are showing the idiocy of that is by saying, okay, well, Kayla, you know, my allergy medicine isn't working today because you forgot to take yours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you draw the lunacy of that or, you right. know. Hell, whatever it is. Oh, my birth control's not working over here because yours, you know, you're not taking I mean, draw that up to anything and people would go, are you an absolute idiot? So, right. no, for some reason, people are absolutely blind to see that yep. with, with, with the jab, you know? So, yeah. It, it is, it is absolutely mind blowing. And then if we really were to get into it, I mean, you know, just the nature of the mRNA and the leakiness of it. it, it, it right. Uh, but, that, but I, but you can't even go there. I mean, that's not even arguable. And so that's what it really came down to with this whole thing with Reno and the video yeah. is like, you can have whatever opinion you want to have and you can comply with whatever you want to comply with. Right. But there are exemptions for a reason. And I fall under that category and you are discriminating. Against. Like if we, if we just want to take it down to the facts, you know, but, but that's, what's really mind blowing to me is um, in this new clown world, there is only the narrative and the agenda. And that's, what's terrifying for those of us that are on the other side of it. And everything else gets censored or scrubbed. Yep. Yeah. And, and, I don't think that's going to lighten up. No, me either. Yeah. And so, you know, you talk, talking about the the you know, not honoring any kind of exemption for mask or, or jab mandates, but then you have a whole sect of people that don't fall under one of those mandates, you know, and, and, and the question becomes, well, how do they stand up? And and I can't I don't have a good answer other than. It's okay to, generally speaking, I have a firm, I, I, firm stance against lying of any kind, have truths, lying. But the way I look at it and go, if you kind of have to fight fire with fire, right? I mean, like, okay, well, if they're going to lie to us, I guess it's okay to lie right back. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You could say you fall under an exemption and that, that's not questionable. By law, at this well, point, if it comes down to exemptions, religious, whatever, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick whatever I'm gonna pick to get, you know, right, right. Yeah, if right. they're gonna lie to us about all the with all the propaganda, I guess it's doesn't that make it fair to lie right back? So I well, feel, right. I, I feel like that that falls under the survival of the fittest thing, <laughs> right? Well, Kayla, listen, I, I know I haven't seen you on there, but I will say, you know, given the fact that you're at a grocery store and you have somebody recognizing what, um, you know, what your video was about out there, I will say, you know, I got a lot, for, you know, with following your Instagram, with seeing your stories out there, you know, the boldness that came from stuff you would put out. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's backlash and we're we're in a realm right now where that's that's not going to let up. You know, most most of the time you'll see people saying stuff that's like if you're being if you're one of those that's getting that kind of backlash, it's because you're speaking things that they don't want you speaking, yeah. which doesn't isn't that giving you some insight at what you should be speaking. You're about, on the right you know? track. Yeah. So, um you know, I, I would say, you know, you mentioned about you've had a lot of parents are coming to you saying, hey, give us, you know, clearly you have people, whether it be however many you're you have you have an impact with with people that choose to click on you and view what you put out there. Thank and you. I would say 
with right now where we're at, the more people that can be bold and stand no matter what that looks like, um, that that's necessary. 100%. And, and that goes along with your Be You Find Happy podcast because you, you need to deal, you've got to, you've got to deal in the realm of reality. And the reality is, um, you can find happiness in, in muck and mire, kind of like the lotus flower that comes mm-hmm. in a muddy, nasty environment, but it's a thing of beauty. And yeah. so the, the beauty of, 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 of your podcast, you gotta be, you gotta be real with that too. The worst thing we can do right now is try to sugarcoat and mask stuff. Oh, masks. <laughs> <Funny. Yep. laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, you know, um, getting real, even if it's not all happy and woohoo and all that kind of thing, um, also is really important. And, and ultimately people are going to be in a better disposition with themselves if they are, you know, things are hard. Learn, thinking of what you might have to stand up for that goes, man, this is, I don't like having to make this stand, but this feels right within me. And the happiness comes from getting at peace with yourself, you know, so that's all going to kind of align with that. So anyways, I don't know when or if you had plans to get back on Instagram. I'm just going to throw a little thing out there your way to say it's it's probably one of the most beneficial things you could do right now is to keep your content out there with inspiring people to be bold and to be strong. And and yeah, not everybody's going to like that. But yeah, that, that is necessary, I think, in in you know, and where we're at right now. Thank I you for saying so. Yeah. I um I definitely panicked. I definitely withdrew. But what's interesting is I was scheduled to be on a uh show, and um I didn't know that it had to. It was a Facebook show, and so the day of, I'm like, hey, where's the Zoom link? You know, blah blah blah. They're like, oh no, it's Facebook Live, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I. I haven't had my Facebook up and running in forever. So I I got my Facebook going and then we were trying, I so just out of the loop on how to work it and I'm trying to get the live going. Right. And they're like, try this, try that, do this, try that. Somehow, evidently I ended up starting a live video on my own. Okay. (laughs) And it ran for a while without me even knowing and then posted to my page. And it was like a, like a probably a 45 second or a minute long of me literally just trying to figure out how to get on this thing. And my sister-in-law texted me. She's like, Hey, uh, do you know that like everybody's watching you on Facebook live right now? And I'm like, am I picking my nose? Like what's happening? You're trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. That's yeah. Funny. And so, but I was appalled at like how many people tuned in, you know, right away. And I, and now after having been at the grocery store and this, now I'm like, Oh, okay. I see people are waiting for the moment. Uh, when I come back and have an, a response to what's yeah. happened. And, yeah. I, and I, and so I, yesterday I had half a mind to just go right on and start speaking my piece. <laughs> right. Like, right. I wish your mask worked to shut your mouth. Right. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, no, well, <laughs> you know, you know that there's was just a burp of anger that <laughs> there's, uh, I think that's healthy. That, there's, there's that balance. Like, like you're saying, you wanted to control yourself before you lashed out irrationally at people. But, um, but unfortunately, right now we're kind of like, like I said, it's we're 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 sorting sort of entering times that um, I I don't know. We're just entering some times that that yep. I think it's that that idea of taking a stand, and unfortunately, the the lingo of us and them and. Um, that that's going to be a little bit more out there. And well, and, and the whole thing is, is I do, I, I want to go back on and I, I want to say, you know, do you think this virus actually discerns from when you're walking to the bathroom at the restaurant versus when you're sitting down and eating? 
it doesn't. You know, do you think that, like, I, I would love to go on and say all these things, but I'm trying to figure out how uh, I, I'm, I'm cognitively aware now that I've been vocal enough that there is some level of attention on this and that I do need to probably at some point circle back. Um, yeah. And I, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. I, and I'm sitting with it and I'm, I'm kind of like seeking um, for sim- some internal. We're calling yeah. that Simmer. simmering, you I'm know, you're simmering, kind of processing it. And, you know, at this point, Kayla, I don't think that trying to ask those questions of, do you really think your mask, but because there is enough out there right now that people see that show, yeah. you know, my, my current favorite going around was the picture. God, it might have even been on your post before you pulled it, but it was the, um, the group. What were they at? They were at some sort of, a um, oh yeah. And the adults are in the back. And yeah. the kids the are in the- no masks on, but here yeah. is, and here's your school children at school, yeah. all, all masked up. Or, yeah. or you're seeing videos of them all walking around with each other, and oh, we're getting ready to get on camera, and okay, everybody put yeah. your masks on. I mean, yeah. at this point, if people can't see that for what that is, you're not going to change your mind. Talk, yeah, you're going to talk to your blue in the face. It's, you're not trying to get anything like like that across to them. It's just at this point, wow. I mean, that's just a wow. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Love that paddle with all those sounds. God, I need one of those. It's really, it's really. I, I, I saw him reaching over to push something. I'm like, oh god, where are we going now? <laughs> Anyways, well, hey, it's you know, who who knows what that boldness has given someone, you know, absolutely to, to do and and you know, being with this being called. First of all. I'm so sorry for anybody actually called Karen out there because your name has been right. (laughs) That's terrible. Karen is a great name. Oh my goodness. We love a Karen. We love Karen. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Name. (laughs) So, um, so the one good thing I will say from all of this is that as I have shared stuff, especially with the alien, I've had a lot of people that have reached out and said, my grandma's got this. Can you share this? And then has come back and said, grandma made it through. Thanks for sharing it, you know, or you, you've shared this about this and that. And so in that way, I do feel, I do feel that I have had some positive impact. Right. And like you said, I do get that sense that, Hey, if they threw the, if they threw this much arsenal at me, there must be something to this, you know? Right. Um, so I, I think I will. And I appreciate the words of encouragement because it's easy. Um, it's easy to get down on yourself when you're being so heavily attacked and, you know, um, but I, I do think that at some point I'll come back and, and have some wisdom um, that is not rooted in my current emotional status. Or, or if you don't go that direction, at least post your beautiful canning pictures and your, you know, the st- right. things you're doing with like, all you know, along that line. And yeah, yeah. Your garden and there's also nature's healing. You've got a beautiful, you know. Hey, people get inspired by all kinds of things. Me personally, I love Snyder Marks, right? I mean, <laughs> there's there's benefit there too, right? You know, pa- you know, part of me kind of wants to. Uh, part of me, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Part of me kind of wants to come back and say, "Okay, go ahead, say it, say everything you want to say. Attack me in whatever way that you want to attack me." I'm going to prepare my shield, right? Like I'm going to put my shield up and let it go. Let, let go ahead. Get, because clearly you're coming from your fear has you so frozen 
that you, you know, you're in a very intense space of pain. So go ahead, take it out on me. I'll hold space for you. Go ahead. Right. Right. That's what it all comes back to is fear. Okay. Oh, we're, if it's not fear of your health, it's going to be fear of, of losing your money. If it's not fear of losing your money, it's going to be fear of losing your freedom. If it's not, it's, it's fear, 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 fear. And that's the greatest way to control a population. Yeah. I heard this, this thing that kind of turns, it's like open my eyes a little bit yesterday. And I've never thought about it like this. And, um, the, I forget it was a fifth, it was a video or just a, a bit of text I was reading anyway. It said, Imagine this. The sheep live their entire life thinking they're being protected by the shepherd, but he's the one that's going to eat them. <gasps> and I was like, oh. Boom. Wow. Shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had never thought about it like that. Wow. You're twisted, Jeffrey. I, I, that's one I didn't come <laughs> It resonated though. I was like, man, that's that takes it one one step further. Wow. But thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast and talking about this stuff. Anytime. It's been really awesome. Jeffrey Davis from the Functionally Dysfunctional Podcast and his beautiful co-host, Heather, who also happens to be my my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Changing the world, one recording at a time. I like it. Um, I just really enjoyed our conversation and I'm really grateful that, you know, there are people like you guys who are willing to have these conversations and, um, you know, even hold space for me as I'm kind of, you know, muck and mire in it, <laughs> trying to be the Lotus flower. Hey, I say, I say get your ass back out there, Kayla. I miss seeing you. Uh, me too. <laughs> be bold, be strong, get back out there. Wait, can you hear the people? Kayla. <sighs> As long as they're not saying fuck Joe Biden, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with fuck Joe Biden. As long as they're not saying fuck me, that's called let's go Brandon, let's Kayla. Go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. <laughs> I feel so bad for him though, man. They just, you know, they put him out there as the little like puppet, and it's just so sad. Poor guy. Yeah. I actually feel kind of bad for him. Well, you know, I've had those thoughts too, but then I, I, I keep in mind the uh, what I consider the evil agenda behind it all, and I just go, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Then I remember that Afghanistan, that the Taliban have an F-16 and then <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. Right? <laughs> yeah. It goes back to You can't have, you, you can't have an AR-15 with more than 10 rounds, but. But they can have 30. But, yeah. But the Taliban, we can leave how many Blackhawks and. God damn. <laughs> well, you know what pisses me off the most about that is how did those guys learn how to fly those things in like three days? And I still haven't like figured out my Piper Supercruiser. <laughs> what the hell? Right. Obviously, I needed to learn start with a freaking jet. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's just it's really sad. Well, anyways, yes, it was a good conversation. Very uh, much so. I think this is beneficial conversation to be had. And whenever you decide, I shall await your Instagram return. Right. Oh, I love it. Thank Me you. Too. And as Thanks always, you. listeners, you can check them out and their awesome podcast. We'll put the links in the show notes. Have a great day. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.